Hello there, fellow vault dwellers and wastelanders, because we just opened up the vault like two weeks ago, but um, this is your overseer speaking, and I have some lore to tell you yet again. Um, this time I'm telling you about the sentry bots, the heavies of the wasteland. Much like my last video, well, last podcast, well, last PA air, I guess you could say, um, I will be telling you about the sentry bots in their, in their near entirety, not the whole thing, because there are a lot more podcasts and stuff out there that can, that can fill you in more, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that it will fill you in more if you listen to those, but I'll get to those at the end of this podcast, so, so let's get into sentry bots. The heaviest class of combat robot in the U.S. military, the sentry bot, um, this is the sentry bot. It sacrifices speed and maneuverability for sheer resilience and overall um, firepower, more or less overwhelming firepower. While the Assaultrons are designed for melee combat and the Mr. Gutsies are essentially jacks of all trades, the sentry bot's purpose is to engage at a at an enemy for at range, much like an iBot reconnaissance. My iBots are reconnaissance, but you know what I mean. They engage at their enemies at range, um, and they have a actually a, a quite large assortment of heavy weapons. These include miniguns, Gatling lasers, um, rocket launchers. They even have mounted cluster grenade launchers and um, you find those uh, you find these weapon most of these weapons quite frequently on um sentry bots throughout the games but um one thing that i do want to mention here is they never did mention the experimental mirv from what i've um read so far and they um they didn't mention those experimental sentry bots which is actually kind of upsetting. Hang on, let me see if they. Um. Okay, they. I'm not seeing it, but I might just be overlooking it. So, I digress. Um. Back to sentry bots and the lore behind them. Um. While it while it think while it's thick armor, and and m- multiple redundant systems, allow allow it to survive extended engagements. It commonly res res oh considered see this is why you read these before you start um it's commonly considered to be one of the most dangerous robots ever created and created and Robco Industries' finest oh wait ever created and Robco Industries finest fighting robot so I'm getting this all from the um, Fallout Wiki um, Nukipedia uh, plus the vault Um, it's on fandom.com all you gotta do is just search up Fallout Wiki and it should be the first link that pops up Um, that's where I that's where me and a lot of other podcasters get our information for lore and stuff like that Um, but I digress um so, the late models 
of Centrobots are also are also provided with abilities to self-destruct and to prevent enemy enemies from recovering the the robots and that's that's why um in Fallout 4 and legendary ones actually explode because they are they represent the legendary ones represent the older ones um that's why they explode because and also I'm assuming in Fallout 76 they explode I haven't been able to play that one yet but um they they explode they self-destruct um but I let's move on from that that's that just tickled me a little bit because it kind of was funny like right when you die you explode <laughs> I'm sorry um okay. yeah I went over that um oh yeah earlier century bot models were issued serial numbers much like products companies make it was made this robot was made by a company so it got serial numbers um, the earlier serial numbers, though, however, were the SB and then five with the serial number, the SB dash and then five numbers um, the format. This um, this entails the model and the, and then a dash and then the serial. So like the the number on the assembly line, what number it was on the assembly line, the order in which they're made. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, with the later models transitioning to the standardized alphabetic out no alpha numer oh, alphanumeric registration in in the ABC and then I believe that seven right one two three four five six number format um, essentially three letters and then um, however, so many um, numbers. Um, but there's actually a prototype you, um, Sandrobot you find in Fallout New Vegas. Um, it is an antique Robco prototype, um, Sandrobot. It's antique because it's considered antique. Um, it's once it something I believe it's every twenty years items then be well actually not every forty-ish years things become antique. Um, collectibles. Um, the Century Bot line, an antique. Okay, so this is what the article reads: prototype, and then it moves, goes on to say what game it was in. But yada yada yada. Um, an antique prototype of of Robco's Century Bot line, and um, that didn't enter the enter mass production, is prototype models featuring feature four legs. Rather than three, as you know, sentry bots have three legs. Um, as well as um, two seats, two sets of three jets um, mounted mounted where the arms would be um, be presented. In the production model, hard hard points hard points are presented. Um, hard points are presented on the arms, um, which are attached on the back and flank, uh, uh, and flank the head assembly. The weapons themselves are are a, are a pair of five millimeter miniguns and Galen laser mounts. So, 
there were actually three forms of sentry bots. There were the there were three production models of sentry bots. There were the bi- bipedal, um, which are two legs, uh, models. And then there are the early models of the final productions. There were the late models um, of the final productions, which are the non-bipedal ones. But fun fact, the I don't. It doesn't say who made the bipedal sentry bots because they. It doesn't give me any information on who made them. Um, all it says is that they were located in the C- Sierra Ar- Army de- Depot and no, sorry, the Syria Army de- Depot and the and the Enclave Oil Rig. That's the only places it locates them and I'm assuming they were developed by Robco so I'm just going to say they're developed by Robco. I'm going to cl- include them in this because they look weird. They they kind of have one red eye, like, like most sentry bots, but they, instead of... They look practically nor- the same as most sentry bots, except they're taller. They're like two meters tall. They're... Um, and, in, and they have instability issues. Um, their center of gravity is, and their center of gravity, um, is essentially right in the, so, imagine a, imagine a, if you look at it on the wiki, I would suggest doing that, um, if you want to get a good idea of what the center of gravity is, it's right below the head, the head is actually hanging off the front of it. Um, think of it as a circle to, from the legs to the top. That's a circle. Um, and it's right in the middle of that, so it'd be just un- under the head. Um, but it's a weird model. Moving on. Um, the early models of the Sentry Bots actually were divided into two halves. They can, they were, the upper, the upper half, the upper <laughs> The upper half um, held the cent- central processing unit, the the power core, the mounted primary optic receptor, which is like the eye, um, too long of a name for an eye, and they were particularly made. Both halves were made out of a cast iron, cast armored shell, basically an alloy, some strong alloy that, um, took, like, two bullets to hit, to pierce it, um, and that was cast, like, cast iron, um, and then it goes on to tell us that the lower body connected by four shock absorbers, so think of it like, like a cane, it's a shock absorber, um, it's kind of like that, um, right, think of, think of it, Think of it like, um, oh, okay, so if you were to jump off a high place, and you jumped off without shoes, two people were on a high place, like, maybe the top, the top of, even the top of, um, a step, the last step on a staircase, jump off without shoes, you're gonna feel something, but with shoes, it's a shock absorber, it absorbs the shock, so you don't feel much. 
all you feel is just your feet pushing on the shoe. Um, that's what a shock absorber is, if you didn't know. But, um, there, it also, it also, um, held the wheels to the chassis, and, um, three wheels being the amount of wheels. And then, um, the, and then we move on to the later models. Um, and the wiki goes on to say, and I quote, the ultimate, the, yeah, the ultimate, uh, and the unlimited, uh, the ultimate, yeah, ultimate, in, hi, in high-end robotics, robotic engineering, the next generation series of Sentrybots is the heaviest. Now, we're not talking the heaviest robot in the wasteland. We're talking about the heaviest robot ever, apart from Liberty Prime. It is powered by a, by a fusion core, not a processing unit, not a power core, a fusion core. Nuclear energy powers this thing. That's how heavy-duty it is. It's a next-generation sentry bot, yada, yada, yada. Pre-war military robot. It was a pre-war military robot designed to design that reached that reached um, operate operational status. It was the last of the century bot models. Um, it it um, um, it it has a triple shot mi- missile launcher rather than a single shot. Um, and it's also equipped with cluster grenades. Um, it also... Its arms vary. It can have Yattling lasers, like the like the Gen 1 miniguns, like Gen 1. Pretty much all the same, except it has triple shot quad chop. Well, not quad chop. I don't even know what a quad chop is. Um, oh, quad shot. That's the word I'm looking for. Quad shot missile launchers. You can even have a M, experimental MIRV um, launcher, which is a a clustered nuke launcher. So, watch out for those things. Um, oh, they they're built with mechanum wheels. Uh, like their wheels are just multiple mechanum wheels. Well, actually, wait. Oh wait, the model is the is the introduction of. Of mechanum of mechanum wheels, yeah. Um, mechanum wheels are a real life object. They actually, um, they're what people used to prototype with. Um, but I guess in this, uh, we use them at school, um, for like, our in line manufacturing. It's like this job I have for at school. School student known job. Um, long story short, we use it in our robotics team. At school, and we also use them for um, various other things in line manufacturing. But going, move. I'm going way off topic here. But now, mechanum wheels. Just look them up. Um, search M E C A N U. M E C A N U M wheels. Just search that up, and you'll find the rest. But now we're gonna move on to the variants of Sentry Bots. All right. So the um, variants of Sentry Bots. 
the first variants um, were, I believe, yes, the Enclave, well, actually, I'm not going to go on what, what their order and creation was, because it doesn't tell us, but I'm going to go on the order it shows it in the, um, in the wiki, and spoilers ahead, if you haven't played through a lot of the DLCs, I don't care about spoilers, so it doesn't really matter to me, but... If you, don't, if you don't care about spoilers for any of the DLCs or anything in the games, then you can, you obviously you can listen to this. But if you do, I recommend you don't listen to this part because it does contain spoilers for what you do find in the game. So, you have been warned. Um, the Enclave Sentry Bot is, obviously, the um, Enclave version of the Sentry Bots. You find these in the Broken Steel DLC, uh, DLC of, um, of, um, bleh, Fallout 3 in the, on the Adams Air Force Base, and you also find them, I believe, pre-DLC, so if, even if you don't have the DLC, um, you find them in Raven Rock, the Enclave Headquarters. This is, those, if you've played through the Raven Rock portion of the game, you know that these are the, you've seen them most likely if you've exited Raven Rock because, um, if you, if you, I think it's if you pass speech check, um, President Eden will make the sentry bots turn against the troops. Um, um, sorry, I said um twice. Um, I had to stop there for a little bit to get my, to get a drink, um, a drink of, um, pop, um, just as you're wondering, um, so next up on the list is the U.S. military sentry bots. These, um, before the Great War were painted olive green, um, of the, by the military. They, um, you can find these in Fallout 3. Um, they can be encountered in, um, Fort Constantine and the National Guard Depot. Um, and when, and also when wandering in the wasteland. You find these a lot around, um, like, like, random encounter hotspots will generate them. Um, which is like, whenever you find, like, random things, I guess. Um, also... Um, you can find, one place I normally will find them a lot is outside of vaults. For some reason, they like to spawn around vaults. Like, I'll find them outside of Vault 101. Like, towards the, like, behind the entranceway on the map. I'll find them there. I'll find them at Vault 112. Find them all over the place. Um, then there, after that one, there's a strike team entry bot. It is in Operation Anchorage. And it has a built-in minigun and missile launcher. Um, and it it's for Operation Anchorage, so it's a simulation. It is winterized sentry bot, essentially. And it does cost four recruitment markers. It's one, it's one of them. Take up your whole team, I believe. Unless it's one of those and then one person. I can't remember. I haven't played the DLC in a little bit, but... Then we get to the presidential metro sentry units. These are in fall in broken steel fallout three. Um, 
they actually, um, if you've played through this, if you've played through Broken Steel, you've seen them, the ones you find in the presidential metro underneath, um, I believe it's, oh, it's the place, the, it's the place, in real life there's a presidential metro, it's like, it's where a lot of official staff and plate people like that go that are politics, it's, it's that place. But, um, that's the, um, sentry bot you find there. The hardened sentry bot is when you find a new Vegas. It's the kind of base sentry bot you find there. Um, it, um, it is a harder version, if you couldn't tell by the name, of the military sentry bot. Um, they are enclave affiliated, which means they, you can... Which means the Enclave either built them or they, um, or they reprogrammed them. And then they just added extra armoring onto them. But either way, they are, um, they are, they're Enclave, connected to the Enclave. Um, um, you can encounter, you can encounter them all over the Mojave. Um, or some call it the Mojave. It's a joke, I know. Um, the you can encounter them along with along with um, heart. You can encounter them around crash vertebrates in the Mojave wasteland. That's pretty much the only place you find them. Actually, come to think of it, is the crash vertebrate sites. Um, don't know why I can't fit a sentry bot on a crash vertebrate. Now you can't fit it on a vertebrate in general, but hey, I digress. Um, the hardened Mister Gutsies you will also find them with. Um, but that's the topic for another for another podcast. Um, I guess. Then after that, there's the Mark series. We don't. There's not a lot on them, from what I can gather here. Um, it's just they. It just says the Century Century Bot Mark series appears only in the Fall of New Vegas add-on Old World Blues. So if you've been able to play that, please do tell me in Discord what what's more, and tell everybody else what the what's the lore behind these things, because I, I would like to know. Um, these NC, next up is the NCR sentry bots. It is similar to the military sentry bot um, it does appear in New Vegas, um, but it has a different color scheme. With orange eyes, instead of instead of the standard red, the NCR Sentry Bot was originally um, intended to be to be stationed in Camp McCarran, um, event eventing right, ev- evident evident in its GEC ID. If you know what a geck is, I'll go into it in a different podcast. ID, Mc, McCarran Field Sentry Bot. Um, but but was cut from the final version of Fallout New Vegas. This is this is direct. Um, how to put this? Um, this is direct confirmation that there could be NCR Sentry Bots. It's just they were cut from the game. Well, and the New Vegas. There could still be some in the older games. 
um, that were cut as well. Then there's the Siege Breaker Sentry Bot. This one was also cut from Fallout 4. Um, they can be damaged, up, they can be dangerous opponents for lower levels, level players, but this was a cut Sentry Bot. The notable, the notable Sentry Bots that we find in Emerald by game and DLC. So, the Fallout 3 Sentry Bots, the notable Sentry Bot that we find in Fallout 3 is actually named Sparky. Um, I believe, I want to, I can't remember where you find Sparky, and I can't remember where you find the one in Old World Blues. Um, and I can't remember where you find a lot of these, but I will tell you if I do know where, I, where you find them. Um, so, first one you ever find if you play the games in order, DLCs in order, mind you, um, is Sparky. Sparky is, um, a sentry bot, obviously, in the Broken Steel DLC. Um, then after that, we move on to Old World Blues. The Old World Blues. Um, in the Old World Blues DLC, you find a Mark Sentry Bot. Um, this Mark Sentry Bot is, um, RY589, um, Ultimo, um, bot. It is a Sentry Bot, um, in the Old World Blues DLC. Um, then there is, and then we move on to the, um, Fallout 4 ones. Now, a few of these I don't know, but I do know in particular one of them. I'll mention him. He's, his voice is a him, but, uh, he's, he's just an inanimate robot. He's not an inanimate, he, you know what I mean. He's a robot. He's, he has no gender. Um, why well, you call him a he, I have no idea, but, um... First one we have is Gus. He is a sentry bot in the base game of Fallout 4, as well as Sarge. I believe Sarge is a sentry bot either with the Brotherhood of Steel. Oh wait, Sarge is the one in. I remember now. He's with the Minutemen. Yeah, he's the he's the custom sentry bot you find with the Minutemen. Um, in underneath the, um, what's it called? The castle. After that was Captain Ironsides. He's another one you find in Fallout 4. Um, he's the one that you find on the USS Constitution. Um, then after that, there is, we move on to the next DLC, which is um, Automatron. One of my favorite DLCs, actually. So we're going to start with the living ones, and then we'll go to the dead ones. There's actually only two of them, so you can guess which one I'm going to start with. Um, Ahab. Ahab is um, the sentry bot that the Rust Devils converted into, I believe they converted him into a guard dog sentry bot. Um, he has a skull for his head, which is kind of odd, but, um, yeah, you can actually get Ahab's helm from him. That's A-H-A-B, but, um, moving on. Let me get to the dead one, which is Porter. He's the only dead one you ever find, I believe, but it's Porter. Porter is, I want to say Porter is the one you find at the beginning of Automatron, but I haven't played Automatron yet. I've only seen videos on it. But I'll, I'll have to research that and tell you guys in, in the Discord. Or maybe in show notes. I don't know. But then we get to Star Tender. I believe Star Tender was a, either a guard for um, oh, the Galactic Zone in Nuka World. Because it's in the Nuka World DLC. But um, that's all the information I have on... Uh, oh wait. 
I can go over, um, I can go over some of the other Sentry Bot informations. Um, they appear, that was the last part I'm gonna tell you guys about. They appear in Fallout 2, 3, Operation Anchorage, Broken Steel, Fallout New Vegas, Old War Blues, Fallout 4, Automatron of Fallout 4, and 76. So that's all the information I have right now on Sentry Bots. I'll probably do, um, this podcast a year from now, maybe a couple days before or after, I don't know. But if I still have this, if I still have this podcast up within a year, I'll do, um, part twos to these, uh, early ones. Because things are going to change in a year's time. So that, this, that is all for now, folks. Um, again, all rights, um, go out, all sound and music rights go out to, um, Bethesda. Well, not, not all. um, sound rights um, basically if I put any music in this all the music rights go to them and all the sound effects that are Fallout oriented Um, also um, I'd like to thank Cordless VII Um, if you haven't seen him go check him out on YouTube Um, he's an amazing YouTuber Um, yeah go check him out on YouTube he does I got this idea from his um vault vii videos um for the name of this podcast and also go check out um robots um on the robots radio network or tom he also goes by tom because that's his name um might just go check these guys out also um check out oxhorn on youtube um i wouldn't be able to do this without the creation of the of the fandom.com wiki um the Fallout Wiki on Fandom.com. Just search up Fallout Wiki. You'll find it. It's the first one, I believe. I mentioned that earlier on in the podcast. But, um, and all I want to say is thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. Bye.